Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another Hard Truth. Hi, Alana. Hi, David. So good to see you. Well, the, the time goes by very fast, Alana, between one, one of these shows and the next one. So uh, Stunning music. I... Oh, it's, uh, yeah, I wonder. Actually, it always sets this, the show up really well because the music's fast and it's hard hard hitting And brilliantly played. That's and brilliantly so played. And and so is the stuff that follows it, which is what we're trying to do. Yes, so, yes. so, so Alana, as I said, last week uh, we were talking about other matters, but uh, this week uh, I think we're very firmly focused on things on your side of the pond, so to speak, uh, because, again, in, in the sort of the last week and a half has been taken up by other matters here in the UK. But on the 2nd of September... The most popular president in the history of the known universe, Mr. Joe Biden, um, gave a speech, didn't he? He gave a speech, which I think we're going to focus a bit on. We're going to talk about the reaction to the speech. We're going to talk about, uh, well, all those attendant issues. So we're just going to reframe the speech as a hate speech. Which it totally is. So, Alana, let's just kick off. I think we've got a 60 second clip of the, the the main bit of the, the, the speech and we can go into the detail then afterwards so if we can cue up the um the the the, the charismatic biden in in full-on um, nazi regalia here he goes but first we must be honest with each other and with ourselves too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal donald trump and the MAGA republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Now, I want to be very clear, very clear up front. <clears throat> not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. Well, David, I think you, that we missed out the, the fundamental things that he said. Uh, he said um, three lines. MAGA Republicans represent extremism that threaten the very foundation of our republic. We are a threat to the republic. Uh, they, we do not respect the Constitution, and we do not believe in the rule of law. And yeah, we do not recognize the will of the people. In other words, this hate speech designates us as enemies of the Republic. And mm -hmm. since we're going to launch into some of the responses from uh, the more mainstream Republicans, uh, the fluffy responses, our, our favorite characters, responded with, uh, you know, a lot of uh, verve and vim and, and noise, but not with action because they're so um, kneecapped. But uh, I would like su to suggest perhaps that this podcast be, uh, be uh, titled the shortest podcast in history to designate the meekest and shortest response uh, to a hate speech. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was. I mean, in, in, the, in that little clip, I mean, the speech lasted for quite a bit. But in the little clip that we played there, and from what you, you've also read out, Alana, it's a full-on assault in one regard on what I see as the MAGA movement, which is clearly what the Democrat Party fears. 
but it's also playing into the GOP movement, which the Democrats love. So it's it's yes, yes. it's subtle in in, in in some regards, isn't it? Exactly. Um, it's, it's complicated and. That's, that's a dynamic that's very important to point out because what we saw in responses, you see, we have some very, very impressive candidates coming up. And what you saw in the responses was the dynamic, uh, the anatomy of the old guard trying to make sure that those new voices, our voices, and mm. I, I include mega England, mega Canada, mega America. Yeah. We're, we're at this stage, you know, we are one and the same. Um, our goals are the same. Um, so, yeah, so the whole dynamic has definitely shifted to people like Lindsey Graham, uh, Mitch McConnell, even Kevin McCarthy. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, trying to, to keep the status quo going. Because tell me this, David, why else would Lindsey Graham, who I would suggest relates to patriotism as Hanoi John McCain relates to prisoners of war yeah. and, yeah. you know, men missing in action. He yeah. relates to, Lindsey Graham relates to patriotism, not at all. Why would he bring up now a national ban on abortion? Well, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean. Why? Why? He wants yeah. to destroy. He wants to shift the emphasis um, to something that definitely incites the, the Democrats. So if you have Democrats wanting perhaps to change direction, oh no, abortion does make a big difference. And in a sense, you can understand that because it does portend, and you and I have discussed, uh, um, covered abortion, it does portend um, control over someone else's body, whether you agree, agree with it or not, it does do that. It's, a, it's certainly an issue. I mean, I've learned over the years, anything Lindsey Graham says, I automatically think the opposite. It's the same with Mitch McConnell. Yes. I mean, these are all frauds, but they're frauds at the highest level of the... Exactly. Of the I mean, and that, 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 that's what worries me so much about this, Alana. It's the fact that I see the Democrats in that section of the GOP as the same. They're, 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 they're no different. And, and the other thing I wanted to say, by the way, just before we dive deeper in, I wanted to just flip up this image because a lot of people have commented on this. But if we just click, this is Biden. Here we go, Alana. I mean, it's a very sinister image. By honest to goodness, that that is a shocking image. Which you know, uh, right? We can put it off the screen now. Uh, Oh yeah, uh, yeah. But, it's a sh but David, even even Democrats were a little uneasy with it and surprised yeah. at it. You saw yeah. quite a few comments about what about the two Marines? Uh, so yeah. so flagging the president that's out of pro protocol. That is not really uh, what is done on this. Um, it was given in Philadelphia at the at the the place where the Declaration of Independence was signed. Very very symbolic, and there. 80 million of us uh, were declared enemies of, of the Republic. You're right. You're, you're, you're so right, Alana. It yeah. was, and, and again, can I just say, this is something that you frequently said to me, and, and I, I totally agree with you on it. In a way, you have to admire Biden and his yeah, handlers. Democrats. The, Democrats. Yeah, the, the Obama team behind him. Yeah, because when once they get in, they go for the jugular. They're quite happy to call 80 million people domestic terrorists. It's absolutely fine. And do something about it. So, exactly. you know, so in a way, this speech, which made a huge impact, I think, didn't surprise me at one level. But the imagery is very dark. 
It's got that blood red and black going on. It's got that images evoking something almost from the 1940s, from Orwell's uh, 1984. You know, it it was a really... And also in such bad taste. Yeah, well, well it's yeah. It's horrible. I mean, who would want to be, you know, be giving a speech to the nation uh, on such a setting? But you're right, David, the, the Democrats, that's, that's why even when you sent me some of the more... Um, vigorous responses to this hate speech and let's call it hate speech now what would i do if i had the i i couldn't be a representative i couldn't uh, tolerate uh, what yeah. these people do have to go through but where i a representative representing maga america what i would do is i would be more theatrical and active like the wonderful governor DeSantis yeah. is, is doing he, he knows the ropes and he's using them. What I would do is I would lodge a civil rights complaint against the president. It's show, I know, but what the Democrats are engaged in is extra constitutional terrorism. And a lot of it is show, but they do commandeer the levers of government and justice mm -hmm. department, and they, they're they doing it brilliantly, and they are serious, and our people are too sweet and kind and stupid to see what's in front of them. I would lodge a... I would do a theatrical thing where I would lodge a complaint with the Civil Rights Division of the Justice Department against the president for inciting hate speech against um, 80 million Americans, provably harmful because you have to show harm. We are losing our, our banking facilities. We are losing our speech. Some of us are losing our jobs because of COVID tyranny. Um, I would do something like that, but then I'm not running. <laughs> No, but, 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 well, but, but as you say, that's exactly the right thing to do. And, and you did mention Governor DeSantis, who has been uh, a, 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 a flame. I think of... he's backing down. You, you, you mentioned you have a clip of what he's yeah. up to next. He's not backing down, is he? No, he's not. No, if we can just put up uh, this, this is actually relatively speaking breaking news. So, um, but the, the whole thing about whenever he flew up the migrants to Martha's Vineyard, I mean, that really caught out the Democrats. They didn't like that at all. Well, billion billionaires don't don't like uh, the third world arriving on, on their doors. But what I like from DeSantis is this. So we're going to just put this clip up, folks. Um, breaking news. Uh, the, 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 the very same aircraft used by DeSantis to send the migrants to Martha's Vineyard is now en route to Delaware, Delaware Airport. Near how, how, how many migrants, though? Should not no, be. No, no, be no, no. <laughs> 50,000. 50,000. Yeah, you need a lot of aircraft, but 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 it is Alana. You mentioned the theatricality, for example, of put lodging that civil rights motion. But I love the theatricality of this because it's putting it to them, you know. And and, and how come it's just DeSantis that does this, you know? And believe me, if Trump comes in, in he's not going to be any different to the Republicans because while we love Trump, and I, I actually must give you a clip of my parrot oscar wood preparing for a trump trump rally next time we'll show that yeah, yeah. Parrot loves a trump rally rally <laughs> he okay. flies to the lounge he positions himself on the chair and then he starts stretching his wings recognizing an alpha male he loves donald trump <laughs> um but yeah i mean his his rallies are magnificent and donald trump is magnificent but the baggage and the people that he brings with him are not magnificent and i do not want to see uh, Ivanka will be, um, you know, 
traipsing into the White House with her her mm -hmm. uh, houseboy and yep. the worst neocons. Um, uh, Haley, the Haley woman, was sent to the UN. There is not, other than Marco Rubio, there's not a more vociferous neocon um, as is uh, Nick, uh, Nikki Haley. Yeah, uh, she's all, a whole bunch yeah. of them, all neoconservatives, to sabotage his agenda. So, so Trump is not going to change that because he's not doesn't have the deep understanding that DeSantis has of of uh, ideology and how to how to work it. And by the way, it's not only that the Democrats object to the migrants, which was flagrantly and amusingly obvious. Yeah. The Democrats, and this is what our, our Republicans do not understand because they're so stupid. And and to, to give them, uh, you know, to, to give them um, justice, they are very uh, they're nice people. They don't understand what the Democrats don't tolerate is Republicans winning an argument. That was a winnable argument, sending the theatrics of sending the, they won't stand that. And what have they done? Mm -hmm. What have they done? They have not responded with theatrics to, to bringing the border to their backyard. They've launched a criminal investigation against yes. the governor. These yep. people are demonic and very serious, and we are laughing. I have the delightful uh, Greg Gutfeld on his program saying, "Oh, you know, keep it, keep it, keep it cool. Be, be cool about the hate speech. Um, don't give them reason. You know, just childish, cute little cutesy responses. Whereas we are dealing with extra constitutional demons. Yeah, yeah they want us, David, they want us gone. Oh, yeah, absolutely do. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and being nice, unfortunately, doesn't win situations. The Demo the Democrats aren't nice. There's nothing. In fact, it's a hate-filled uh, cabinet. And the other thing that they do, Alana, I think they deflect their hate onto their opposition. The things they talk about when Biden talked about all that overthrowing the Constitution, he's talking about his own party. Absolutely, in my projection, mind, projection. Yeah, projection. Projection. Yeah, projection. Yeah. It's something that you know that the left just do that's but, right but what the what the all the other side needs to do is project back twice as hard twice as relentless and and, and never let not doing that other than the governor no. we're not doing that no no but i've got to say i did i did love the martha's vineyard stuff because it exposed them and yeah. it'll be interesting to see what plays but out they coped with it very well they coped with it very well and we have to re realize that the the majority of americans the people uh, Mencken called Bubis Americanus, um, don't warm to argument. And one of the things that the Republicans keep repeating, and this is also mm. so fatuous and stupid, is they're attacking us because they're losing the argument. No, they're attacking you because the argument doesn't matter. <gasps> argument yeah. doesn't matter. They want to extinguish you, and they have all the means and the methods um, to do that. So Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell said nothing about the hate speech. Um, Kevin McCarthy went on television and I could not even sit through his, um, his speech. He's, basically, it was something he would say to a lover, not to a hater. Please unite us, Big Daddy. Please apologize to us. Kiss better. Kiss better. Please kiss better. Something you say to a lover, not to, to a hater, right? So that was Kevin McCarthy. He later, I don't, you probably, do you get Fox? I do, yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. So he went on Laura Ingram's program. Let's see if I can. Oh, Kevin McCarthy, he went on Laura Ingram's. Now, we are living in 
contemporary Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Yes. America is yeah. that. You, yeah. you to a lesser extent, David, England. Mm. What did Kevin McCarthy, uh, Laura Ingram, chronically incurious woman who likes the sound of her voice more than more than soliciting information from sometimes interesting guests, um, speaking over him, she she tried to get him to say what he was going to do, but not really. She was more covering him for him for anything. So Kevin McCarthy said, "When we come into power, now wait for this, David. Do you know what the Republicans will do? We will assign a bad score." to bad prosecutors, a bad score. A ba now, let me suggest to you that the bad prosecutors who have inverted the law, good is bad, bad is evil. Yep. Um, yep. I mean, yep. bad is good. Um, they are not shaking in their weekend Birkenstocks. You know, they are shaking from laughter. They are, no. These people are going to sign us a bad, a bad mark. They're going to grade us badly. They don't care. They don't care. They'll, they'll, they'll do what they want to do. You've got to stop these people. You've got to take the cancer out. You don't mess about, but that's what they're doing, unfortunately. So that, that, that was, um, yeah, was that, that was some of the responses that caught your eye then, Alana. Uh, well, um, yeah, Kevin McCarthy saying they will assign a bad score to bad prosecutors, uh, prosecutors who are rewarding murderers and thugs, which... Come to think about it, the criminal class is the main constituent of the Democrat Party, isn't it? Well, it well it is, and we do have Alana just on that topic, just on the criminal class, the violent class, the thuggery class. We do have a couple of very short, very very short clips which we can bring up, which demonstrate. I would have thought an important issue for a lot of Americans. Um, but but yet a, not a lot of chat about it in the political sphere, but people in classrooms and white kids in classrooms are experiencing the cutting end of the edge of the um, Democrats. We have two short clips. Let's just bring them up uh, very quickly just to demonstrate. This is this is the real world. Your children, your children. Your, watch. Look at that. Brutal. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, God, he's shit. Oh, he's shit. Oh. You know, and, and these things are things I've covered in uh, Into the Cannibals Pot, the book, the book I wrote. Yeah. This has yeah. been ongoing, David. And then back again to another reaction, just to juxtapose what you've just... These are the issues. These are the issues. Huckabee, Mike Huckabee was on Hannity. Um, and he's he's your typical GOP, and he um, Hannity asked him to frame what are the issues that that our people have to run on. What did Huckabee say? Gasoline. He's got away with words. Gasoline, groceries, and God. That's the GOP running on the safe economic issues, looking away from what you've just shown mm -hmm. matters mm -hmm. of life and death and. Right yeah. then and there, uh, in front of the television with my stomach turning, uh, I made a list. Black on white hate crime, institutionalized anti-white indoctrination, teaching whites learned helplessness. What do you think the parents did to watching their children, their child almost be murdered by this thug who sits next to him in a classroom but should be in, in juvie? Nothing. 
teaching institutionalizing learned helplessness, teaching whites learned helplessness, removing the right to defend ourselves against these depredations, including invasions of property. We spoke about inverting morality, rewarding evil, punishing good, and the COVID tyranny that they're not running on. I have people, the other day, a delightful Texan wrote to me about COVID tyranny in his workplace, barely, barely surviving in a, in a job he's held since 1986. Um, yeah. This is ongoing. And the and last, the list on my list was criminalizing, silencing, deplatforming, depersoning MAGA America. We are losing jobs, our speech rights in, in, in companies, our banking facilities, with the state colluding with deep tech. And they want to run on, what's it? Gasoline, yeah. groceries, and God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, of course they do. But I would suggest that they want to do that because they don't want any change. They don't want to confront any of the issues. So if you don't want to confront the real issues, you conjure up these farcical issues like you've just quoted. Yeah, and, you think uh, even Mike Huckabee, I, I guess he's he's uh, uncomfortable as a, as a man of faith and He's a, he's a good fellow. He doesn't want to think about the ugly issues. You're yeah, probably but, right. Yeah. yeah but that, but that, that's half the problem. Half the problem is so many people in the GOP, that especially those that have been around a long time, they're, they're creatures of the same swamp as, as, um, as, as the Democrats. So all, all those issues you've just gone through, Alana, th those are real and meaningful things, which I'm sure a lot of, a lot of millions of Americans must be very concerned about. Where is, the, where is their standard bearer? Uh, and and I, I suspect the standard bearers are to be found within the MAGA movement. More, yes, more and coming up, and, and Tucker Carlson, bless him, um, has them on his show, but I don't even see ad, ads, and we are, we are weeks away from the midterms. Yeah. In my state uh, of Washington, uh, all I see from the Republican side is these lukewarm ads, they're running videos again revolving around safe kitchen table issues, inflation, taxation, mm -hmm. state spending, and cost of living. Um, the end. That's it. And when I'm sitting at, at my hairdresser, and I know she's progressive, and she says to me, crime, I know that unites us. Homelessness. Yeah. The homeless are encroaching on homeowners and on home dwellers, you mm -hmm. know, uh, with, with a presence that is uncivilized you know and and these are things that i don't see in in ads in in my uh, state well can, can i ask you alana to what do you attribute the failure of the gop then to, uh, to flag up these issues and we've you've just said i mean it's it's really that that's a topic for a new program but I think it's um, disdain, and, and I think what's driving it is really because so much of this has to do with what I with what I cover in my book, um, the radical transformation of society, minority majority status overnight, yeah. where you have a total disenfranchisement of the host population, and I think this has to do with I think anti whiteness teaching whites um, critical race theory is not about socialism. It's about subservience for whites and worse. That's all it is. It's anti-whiteism. And I think these things are so uncomfortable. The Republicans are incapable of saying, of, of speaking about black on white 
crime. What they say is, oh, they're killing mostly blacks. That's their default. So I think it has to do with these fundamental changes that have mm. the touch on that racial issue. Republicans, because of their fealty, you know, we're the, the, the party of Lincoln, and they are. And I'm reading, a, not to, to go on a tangent, but I'm reading a fascinating book by, um, I think his name is Al Benson. Uh, he contacted me on LinkedIn. Um, he, he sent me this brilliant book. It's uh, Lincoln's Marxists. Yep, right. Republicans, a lot of them originate in radical Marxists. So mm. I think mm. it all ties into the transformation, transformation of a society, not only to a dominant party state. Tucker keeps saying a one-party state, but as I say in Into the Cannibals part, and please credit us, folks, you know, credit us for the ideas that come out of this this program. Um, a dominant party state. We always have a Republican um, yeah. conference and, and caucus and, and party, but it will it will be like the ANC uh, versus the other parties in South Africa. Meaningless. Um, a dominant party state whereby minority majority dispensation has been flipped slower and we were able to, what i was warning in and into the cannibal spot it mm. was possible to slow it down and to avoid it avert it in here because um here you have a majority um that was uh western in south africa it's the opposite you know that the western um mm. yeah. found, founders of south africa are minority uh, six six million to forty uh, so you could have slowed things down, but this is what the Republicans are looking on. The tipping point has arrived, and and they can't deal with it. It's they can't deal with it well, because they fear being called racists. Yeah, which is why the racist has been the the, the whole thing around racism has been weaponized so well, so well yeah. that yeah. it means that host host countries and it is similar in, in in the UK and Ireland as well. It's it's kind of similar, but the fear of being called racist means. The political class, well, on our side, shut up. They don't. They don't mention the the elephant in the room. They don't mention it. And the the, the thing about where you're right about the UK versus the US is the change that's coming to you in the US. I think is much greater and and and, and much faster even than that which we we experience it. But you guys are going to get it. And you warned about this, Alana, as you say, and, and you know, in, in your book. We're, we're in the thick of it, and the Republicans yeah. are not on our are, are two. I think MAGA can deal with it. I wonder if once these wonderful people get to D.C., are they corrupted? Um, MAGA has to deal with it, begin to speak about um, what we call race reality, you know, not in hateful, well, not in hateful ways, but speak about when you teach a when you are institutionalizing and teaching these these sort of people that you've just shown yeah. um, who are already uh, have in aggregate low inhibitions and, and crime is coming out of this community and you're telling this this very you know intellectually um, problematic community that that these people are evil. You're, inst <laughs> you're smiling. Help me You're telling them that these little, these little fragile boys who, whom they can kill with, with a blow are the cause. They, and there's envy. There's envy. Uh, there's a chapter in my book, Into the Cannibals Part, why hatred of whites is never going away. It's here to stay because 
the Western civilization built everything that's marvelous around here. So how do you, how do you ever get over that? You can't. You can't know, but but you know, you know, Alana, just to, to sort of to bring things to an end and just to, to finish where we started, Biden did pick out on the MAGA movement. It is it is the MAGA people, and I know there's some really good MAGA people up for election, and I, I really hope they succeed. And and just like you, if they are successful in the midterms, and if they do get in, then they've got a moment to shine. And, and actually deliver on, yeah. on, on the things that they say. And, and, and I take some comfort from the fact that, you know, Biden and the Democrats fear MAGA. They don't fear the GOP. They fear, they fear MAGA. Yes. And, and that's why, as you say, all around the world, not just in the US, but here in the UK and elsewhere, there are MAGA supporters. Because we see it. We, we completely yeah. see it. Our eyes are wide open. And, and in a way, Alana, without being overly melodramatic, I think MAGA is kind of our last stand. I don't know if you agree with it that. It is. I think you put it. That's that's a wonderful way of putting it. It is. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, and just to, to, to um, cap on before we wind up, this is not about debate. This is not about rational argument. This The Democrats, uh, a party of demons, they are engaged... They are, they've mastered the art of political theatre uh, and they are engaged in extra-constitutional terrorism and there's nothing they won't do because you can see whenever yeah. we do something, they respond with actions. They take, they've, they've, they've made, Trump is huge, but they've made him persona non grata, you know. Yeah. They have done that so successfully. We don't do that. We delude ourselves we live in a parallel universe where we delude ourselves that we're winning the argument no this is not about argument yes we have good arguments but our people don't even make good arguments but this is about extra constitutional terrorism that we have to, we have to respond in kind cleverly you're absolutely right. You, you look at the way they've gone after people. I mean, they, they go after people. Look at Steve, look at after, going after Steve Bannon, yes. for example. That's just one example. They are serious. And you and I repeatedly have pushed this message out. They're serious. They do want to raise their opposition. That, that's yes. How, and, you have and, to and by the way, the, just a point to, to, to uh, drive home that point, the migrants of, uh, of uh, Martha's Vineyard they yeah. have civil rights attorneys now. Who do you think is paying for that? I don't have proof, but I imagine they have civil rights attorneys now, and those attorneys are going after the governor, the good governor of Florida. Now, January 6th protesters don't even have decent attorneys. We, outside, including Trump, have not gotten these people decent attorneys. The, these migrants have civil rights attorneys. Yeah, a lot of that. That's a brilliant point. That, that says it all, doesn't it? it These does. people mean action. And it's not so much that we delivered migrants to their, uh, you know, we delivered, we brought the border to their backyard, is that for a fleeting moment, we won the argument there. The Democrats mm. are, are wonderful. And they do that instinctively, viscerally. They don't have to be clever or smart. They just do it. Maybe it's Alinsky-like, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But it's such a good contrast, that, isn't it, between the, the treatment of the January 6th protesters yeah. and the treatment of the um, Martha Vineyard's migrants. It, it is a remarkably strong point, that, Al Alana. And yes. it does speak volumes, you know. And it, it, it also is an indictment. Of us, of us. We don't. Yes. Our yes. January 6th protesters have been 
dispossessed even by, not by wonderful people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who else? Um, well, Laura Bobert, I think there's a few, isn't there? Yes, and um, the other, a couple of other of them. But even Tucker said we've, we, he's tried, he's tried, bless him. But even he has not been steadfast. He can't, I guess he can't, but I'm not making excuses. I've chosen the path I've chosen. You know, when I came on the scene, not 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 to belabor the point, but in 2001, I was syndicated in a record time. Um, six weeks, Joseph Ferrer wrote to me, you're, you're one in a million, you've been syndicated by creators. It fell through because of my principles. I could have had that income. Maybe I should have, but I wouldn't have been able to live with myself. So mm -hmm. these are choices you make, I think. And and uh, I think Tucker Carlson is so magnificent and has so much power. He he could push it. He could push it. But there you have it. January 6th don't even have decent lawyers. The migrants of Martha's Vineyard um, have civil rights attorneys to sue Governor DeSantis. And Alana, that's uh, a fantastic hard truth to finish this program on. I hope everybody watching or listening to this just reflects on that for one moment because it really, it's stunning when, when you think about it. And, uh, you know, and this is what we try to do here, I guess, Alana, you know, putting these shows out. It is about trying to shine light and trying to just expose yeah. things. And thanks uh, uh, to you and to the boss behind the scenes for enabling it. Yeah, indeed. Well, listen, Alana, thank you so much for being with us. Absolute pleasure as always. Thanks to everybody. Now, of course, we do tell you this every week. We That's do fine. need you to hit that subscribe button. Some of you have subscribed, but we need even more of you to subscribe. So I'm sure when you listen to this if you and watch it, if you, if you enjoy our content, please support us by just subscribing. That's all we ask you to do. That's it from us, folks. We will be back. Uh, in the meantime, bye from myself. Bye-bye. From Alana. Bye, everyone. Thank you.